I'm going to try and keep up with your comments as well as chat with you. Brandon and I are going to chat with you tonight. Um, for those who don't know, Brandon is our youth director and he's awesome. So I'm glad that we get to hang out tonight and share with you. And um, hopefully we can behave ourselves and actually <laughs> keep the uh, it'll be fun, that's for sure. It'll be a great time. Uh, it'll be awesome. So you can also perhaps, every time we say the word awesome, put a smiley face in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Our feed is going to be full of nothing but awesome smiley <laughs> faces. We're going to say awesome a lot, so it'll be fun. Because it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, yep, there's one. Just kidding. Okay, so tonight's topic, um, it's good to be laughing. It's good to be laughing because tonight's topic is, is, is actually about biblical self-care and what what brought this up is I have been kind of you know scrolling through things and, and getting talking just and talking with people and it seems like people are a little bit stressed um, we're all dealing with some things that you know in the the best the best of us that we're there you know we're wonderful or we have great attitudes but there's still sometimes this extra layer of stress um, and I've seen a lot of articles in the last week um, about just that stress related to what's happening in the world around us. So um, I saw one right before I left, actually, to come here tonight. And it was about my county. My county is Portage County. And um, the article stated that they would be using the additional care money that they're getting um, this fall and put that money into mental health because it is a big deal right now for all ages. So we thought, what a great topic to give you a biblical perspective on how do we treat ourselves, how do we take care of ourselves biblically. So Brandon also has some. Yeah, it's such uh, it is, and it's such a big deal right now. I mean, it, it really is a hot topic. We we see um, you know we see a lot of things that are going on right now in society, like Pastor Andrew was saying, you know, we've got just layers and layers and layers. Um, and so with the statistics of, um, of the stress levels rising and the, you know, the pandemic numbers going up and things like that, um, I, I was looking up some statistics and actually happened to uh, stumble upon some quite startling statistics, really. Um, this is this is actually back uh, from the beginning of 2019, and you know it takes a little bit for the statistics to kind of catch up. Yep. Um, but the worldwide stats, and this is why this is so important and so um, such a, a a huge deal to be talking about self care and how to do it biblically. Um, worldwide statistics: nearly 800,000. 800,000 people die by suicide in the world each year worldwide. That's, that's roughly one death by suicide every 40 seconds. So that, that's, that's unfathomable to me um, to understand that and to try to get a grasp on that number. That's a huge number. Every 40 seconds worldwide. Um, suicide worldwide is the second leading cause of death um, in the ages of 15 to 24 years old. 15. 15. 15 years old. I mean, I have, I have two sons, you know, as you know. I've got two sons. One of them is turning 11, and one of them is turning 8. And I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm reading these statistics, and I'm like, oh, my Lord. 
Wow. Like there's an effect that, that can even start, you know, as, as young as that. Just in the United States, guys, every day there's one death by suicide in the U.S. every 12 minutes. Yep. Every 12 minutes. So there's obviously a big need to, to learn how to take care of ourselves and do it biblically. Um, you know, that there's also, you know, the, the cases of anxiety and depression are rising, you know, and it all seems big and hopeless, but the, it's not. The great thing is that there's the, we have the good news, the literal good news. We have the gospel, we have Jesus. And not only, yes, teens and, and all, everyone are affected, but they can carry Jesus also. Give, you know, give him out, because that's, that's what the world needs. So we wanted to, you know, kind of attack this biblically and see what can we do to make sure that our mental health and our physical health are taken care of. So I, mm -hmm. first thing I want to say is I kind of want to hit on the fact that spirit, soul, body, okay, we are created as a triune being, being, so we have, <laughs> not going to do anybody, told you it's going to be fun, um, spirit, soul, and body, very important that all three of those are taken care of, are well fed, so to speak, so um, as we go along, what I would love to hear from you, and we'll talk more about that, but I would love to hear from you, like in the comments perhaps, Maybe you have some some ideas, maybe some things you've used for self-care yourselves. And uh, maybe it's a favorite scripture. Maybe it's just some a favorite activity that you like to do. Maybe it's medita meditating on it, that favorite scripture. I do a, I chew on scripture all the time. Um, so that helps. That's definitely something that I do. Um, so I would love for you to put those things in the comments and, and um, share with everybody what might be some good tips or even some ideas. Questions are welcome, so don't forget to do that. But spirit, soul, body, we are a triune being, and so feeding our, our spirit, our souls, and our body. And that means taking care of ourselves physically. That means exercise. I know everyone likes that. Eating healthy. I know. I said the E word. Um, eating healthy. All of those things interconnect. If you're not, you know, exercise actually produces good good hormones that raise your spirits. Mm -hmm. um, even, it can even be going for a walk. I love to exercise, as a matter of fact. I have been limited lately and I've missed it a great deal. But I'm doing yoga. You know, sometimes you have to kind of, if you're limited, you have to kind of do other things. But even going for a walk, going outside, um, <laughs> on the way here, well, not on the way here, that would have been bad. I was driving. <laughs> But before I left my house, um, I went outside. So this is something that I like to do for self, for, for my, my self-care, and I've done this for a while. But I will go outside and just sit in the sun. And if it's, even if it's raining, I'll go out, I'll sit in the garage. At least I'm outside in the, in the fresh air. And I will just sit and think and thank the Lord for the day I've had, thank Him for what yeah. all the things that he's done, yeah. maybe chew on some scripture that he's given me, and at least 10 minutes. That's yeah. not too much time, right? We can carve out 10 minutes and just sit and think on him. Yeah. And I try to do that outside because there's something refreshing about being outdoors, getting out of your physical home and going outdoors um, and just hanging out with Jesus for, for 10 minutes at least. Now, I've done it much longer than that, but... 
minimum, I would say, 10 minutes. And so before I got in the, in the car to come here tonight, I was outside, and I thought, I need to share this, because across the, the yard from me, I saw the cutest thing, this cat, was literally chasing a butterfly. I, I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> he was jumping up and trying to bat at this butterfly, the cutest thing, and then this little toddler, probably a year and a half, was running after the cat. It was adorable. I would have missed that if I'd been inside and just, you know, watching TV or whatever. And those things are cute. Those those things do assist you. They remind you that you know what things are cute. It's okay. It's, it's all okay. right. Cats still chase butterflies, <laughs> and toddlers still chase cats. Yeah. It's all good. But those things are kind of like a Jesus gift. Is you know they they um, come in, they brighten your day, and they get you thinking about not not about not thinking about yourself. You know, get your eyes off yourself. That's good. You know, I, I love, um, that's actually one of my favorite things to do as well, is to get outside, just to get outside. <laughs> um, and so it's amazing, you know, even even with our kids, you know, they're having a rough day or they're, they're you know, kind of grumping a little bit or I'm <laughs> grumping a little bit. I know, shocker, I grump too. Um, grumping a little bit, but, you know, there's something about being outside in the creation yep. of the creator, yep. right? And of course, we don't worship the creation, right? It's not about that. But if you, you know, if you just take the time and you step outside of the creation and you look and you realize, wow, things are still good. Things are still good. The sun is still shining. The trees are still growing. The breeze is still blowing. The animals are still running around. You know, there's something very therapeutic about it. One of our favorite things to do recently, um, since we've been in summertime, is actually go out. We've been riding bikes and hiking a lot. And I love it. And, um, you know, just this past weekend, the kids and I were able to go and uh, hit a trail. And it was amazing. The, uh, I, I was thinking about um, the psalm, you know, that talks about my soul longing after the Lord, right? And yes. the deer pants for the water because we were, we were walking along the stream. Where why it was really kind of a, I guess a small river, big yeah. stream, I'm not sure, it was kind of right in the middle. <laughs> Water. Water. Um, but it was just gently flowing, and you just saw, you saw the life next to the river, and you saw the life next to the water. So, very therapeutic, and it doesn't, you know, Pastor Angie made a great point, like, even if it's only 10 minutes, yes. you know, even if it's only 10 minutes, just you're just focusing, you, you're right. being intentional yeah. with your time. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't something that just kind of happened. Like you were intentional about setting that time aside. I'm going to take 10 minutes of my day. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to enjoy the weather. And I'm just going to meditate on the goodness of yeah. the Lord. There's right. something to be said when we change our minds and change our hearts from, um, from looking at the circumstance to having a, a mindset of gratefulness and thankfulness and gratitude. Yeah. It's, it's balm to the soul. So I actually looked up a scripture related to that. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, mm -hmm. and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Mm -hmm. there's a, yeah. There is a reason that nature can call to us. Like Brandon said, I'm not talking about weird <laughs> worshiping at the yeah. trees. But God created all of it for a reason. And we can go outside and enjoy the fresh air, the sunshine, the, the heavens declare his glory 
you know, um, show the kids all the different flowers and all the different trees and leaves mm -hmm. and maple syrup can come from maple trees and, um, you know, it's just, it's there for us to enjoy, so enjoy it, and it's there for a reason. So the heavens declare his glory, and so many times I will go for a walk and I'll feel like um, Snow White is kind of a running joke, actually, <laughs> because in my backyard, if I'm recording a video, many times you'll hear birds chirping, so it sounds like, you know, I have birds like following me around. I don't really, but um, there's birds sometimes. and there's sometimes, sometimes, sometimes squirrels and uh, this raccoon will not leave me alone. Just all the, and I even like him, it's okay. So all of those creatures, all of those things can, uh, they're here for a reason, they're here for us to enjoy. So go outside, enjoy that. Um, again, we'd love to hear from you and, and share some ideas, but how can we make sure that we're feeding our minds and our spirit? And one of those ways, the first thing I always think of, of course, is chewing on God's word yeah. and getting into those scriptures that speak to you. You know, and when you go through different seasons of life, many times um, we ask them for a scripture. Uh, if you're struggling with something, say, Lord, scripture yeah. i just need something to get me through yeah. and he will give it to you yeah. he will i guarantee it and put it around you feed your feed your mind those things that are good and trustworthy you know, all those things that mm -hmm. that we need to to cut foot out of the house ha heart, heart. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth speaks so yeah. it's very good to put good things in so we yeah. can get good things out but it just renews our spirit there's a scripture for that so, um, I can find it on our list here. And just practically speaking, while you're looking for yeah, that, just ahead. practically speaking, so, you know, she was talking about surrounding yourself, you know, find that scripture, find that word, right? There was a point in time where I, I literally had to force myself to focus on nothing but scripture, right? Yeah. It's always a good idea to focus on scripture. Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, we, we get fed. Um, but I had to be so intentional that I actually made up about 15 little post-it cards, you know, the little, I don't know, what, note cards? Post-it notes. Post-it notes and, and <laughs> cards, index cards, there we go, <laughs> index cards. Um, you know, and Krista and I take them all over our house, all over, you know, in the places that we would frequent the most. Yep. In the bathroom, on the fridge, on the cupboards, you know, whatever, so no matter what we were doing, mm -hmm we were ingesting the word of God no matter what we were doing. Absolutely. So the scripture I was thinking about is Romans 12. It's in Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. That's mm -hmm. awesome. We present our bodies as a spiritual sacrifice, as a living sacrifice. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed mm -hmm by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we need to be renewing our mind. And what, the Bible is, is literally manna for our souls. It is food for us to chew on. So mm -hmm. digging into scripture, putting it around you, like Brandon said, everywhere you frequent the most is huge um, to help us overcome anything, mm -hmm. anything. Absolutely, anything. I love this. So actually, uh, going to the comments here, so Kathy actually said, I've been getting up in the morning and taking special time just being Ooh, like still, mm. purposely praying, 
purposely praying. I love this. Taking the time to just be still and purposely praying. Fighting against those distractions in the mind. Um, and I love that because, you know, Scripture says, what? Be still yeah. and know that I am God. Be yeah. still and know that He is God. He's got it under control. You know, and taking that time purposed and set out to do that. It's yeah. awesome. It can be tricky to be still, too, because we like to be busy. If we're going through some struggles, sometimes we want to be busy so we don't think about it. But the reality is, a lot of times, that's what we need to do. We need to think about it. We need to process that. Mm -hmm. We need to process that with the Lord. And what better way to do that than to just be still and know that He is God and He's, he's got our back. So I love that. That's great. <laughs> just be still. Be yeah. still. Love it. Absolutely. Love it, love it. So, yeah, uh, speaking of that comment, yeah, please feel free to jump in. Yep. Get your questions, your comments, your voice in the room. Please give us our, give us your feedback. Keep popping those ideas through. Uh, we would love to get some more ideas and be able to talk about some different ways that you do self-care. And we will, uh, we will link those biblically. There's lots of things that we can, we can do. So. Yes. so I'm going to just kind of throw some scriptures out here. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about exercise, the E word, and the Bible, you know, I'll read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, and it kind of talks about exercise, and um, rather train yourself for godliness, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So, yes, godly... Um, it, physical training is of some value. It isn't the, the thing because, again, you know, manna, the word of God, but it's all connected. So physical training is of some value. So it is important, like I think Michelle commented, it does. It releases endorphins to raise your spirits. Um, and it's just, again, exercising outside and listening to worship music. Um, when I do run, oh, I, love I, it. <laughs> I, I love it. I do. I, I, I go outside. Mm. I run, and I'm plugged into worship music. Sometimes I'll even listen to the Bible because um, you can on you you know on the Bible app, mm -hmm. and just listen to scripture. And that's another thing you can do too. Oh my goodness! It's not even just word. putting it around your house, but you can listen to it. Um, as a family, you can listen mm -hmm. to it at dinner. Mm -hmm. um, so I was talking to someone Sunday, I think, and they listen to it every night at dinner time. They listen yeah. to scripture. So, you know, it's 2020. We have all these cool apps we can use. And what better way to feed our souls and our spirits while we're having family time than to kind of have the Bible going and your kids listening and asking questions and all yeah. of that. Um, so, Thanks for great conversation. Yes. Not they just about the day, but about questions. scripture. That's right. Yep. They do. They yep. do. And I love that. So listen to the Bible. We've got so much technology right at our fingertips. Um, and we have the ability. We don't have to sit down. Now, nothing will replace, in my opinion, nothing will replace sitting down and actually reading. And yeah. not, not just on up. the device. Marking it up. You know, but yes, <laughs> get the highlights. So with Bethesda, I actually had forgotten that passion. Um, but I love it. So sitting down and there's nothing like, again, opening the book, having your highlighter, having your pen, having your notebook, like there's something to be said about that. However, yeah. we also realistically live in a very busy time, yeah. but we have the technology. We can listen, right? Um, Hebrews, where do we go? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, nope, nope, not Hebrews, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Romans, I'm going to Romans, Romans 10, 17 says, faith 
comes by hearing. Yes, I was just thinking of that scripture. I'm glad you looked Come that. on, faith comes by hearing, <laughs> and hearing by the word, by of, the word God. of God. Yes. We have the opportunity at our fingertips, 24-7, yes. um, to immerse ourselves in not only the, the reading of the word, mm -hmm. but we have the opportunity to get it soaked into us by the hearing of the word on a continual basis. That's awesome. And listen, you know, not to make it, um, not to make, uh, boil it, you know, make it sound trite or too easy or to give you some, I don't know, common answer. But the bottom line is we need to cast our burdens. We need to cast those burdens. And first, first, let me kind of back up because, again, I know we say this like a broken record and we will and we won't apologize for it. But <laughs> coming to church mm -hmm. is huge yep. um and i'll say it again come on no i think i say, say it, it every louder time i'm on <laughs> in some way shape or form mm -hmm. but for my family for my girls and we're going to talk about kids in a few minutes this has been a literal our church coming here having that in our routine has been an absolute sanctuary you know i there's a reason church is called a sanctuary mm -hmm. um you know, the Bible talks about, there are many verses that say, he hides you under his wings. You know, it's yep. our sanctuary. We find our rest and our our sanctuary yep. in him, our safety, our security. And I've seen that play out in my own family with my own, myself, of course, but my girls as well. So coming to church, being in a building with like-minded believers is huge just the routine of knowing i'm gonna see i'm gonna get at least i'm gonna get to go there i don't know what's going on with everything else but i'm at least gonna, I'm gonna get least to go to here and see my people and Come that on. is huge so i yep. cannot stress that enough for me that's number one um but first thessalonians 5 16 says rejoice always always pray continually Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now that's a great yep. scripture to write, at, great. write out and stick everywhere. We are supposed to rejoice always, not just when things are good, not just when we want to, when it's easy, but always. Mm -hmm. Pray continually, yep. continually. Yep. God does not want us to be burdened. And I'm going to read that scripture in a minute. Mm -hmm. Give thanks. Brandon mentioned that earlier. Grateful heart. Mm -hmm. That it changes your entire perspective to have a thankful heart. Yep. And you can be thankful for anything. You may have had the worst day, but <laughs> you're here, right? Mm -hmm. You have Come your on. family. You have a place to live. You yep. have food to eat. Yep. And that's enough. Sometimes that is enough. You know, there have been days I've gotten up in my lifetime. There have been days I've gotten up and thought, uh, I love God, God loves me, and I have my family. That's all. That's yeah. all I had at that moment in time because I was going through whatever, whatever. But that was enough because I had God and I had my family, and that was enough. He had me. So sometimes we, we just have to turn on that thankful spirit, whether we feel like it or not. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I wanted to say really, really quickly before we move on if we need to, is <laughs> Matthew um, eleven twenty-eight. 28. Mm -hmm. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want us to live life, even that this is no surprise. This what we're experiencing in the world around us, none of this is surprising to him. It's it's not, you know, we may be surprised, we may be ready for this year to be over, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but God is not surprised. Yeah. So this scripture applies yeah. now, just like it did seven months ago when none yeah. of this existed. Yeah. He's there waiting for us to just give him our burdens. Yeah. He doesn't want us to be weary and heavy laden with the burdens of life. We need to give those things to him. So. I love that. I love that. I love both of these scriptures. I mean, all, all I I say it a lot, and I think everybody on our ministry team says a lot. Oh, that scripture is my favorite. That one's my favorite because we 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 all, you know, we this one's my favorite. Like each individual's, you know, scripture, it's living, it's breathing, so it it, it has new life yeah, almost every yeah. time we read it, right? That it should every time we read it. Absolutely. Um, but I love that. You know, rejoice always. And she said, you know. Um, not just when we feel like it, not just when we feel like it. Um, most of the time when we don't feel like it is when we need to the most, you know, it's when we need to the most and we need to, you know, put our flesh under Mm -hmm. subjection, right? And we need to, we need to say, Hey, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. And I love, you know, (laughs) five seventeens is pray continually, right? Pray continually. I just did a spark earlier today about the Holy Spirit interceding for us, right? And Paul, oh my goodness, Paul, one of the one of the oh, one of the heroes of the Bible, in my opinion, right? Not the hero, that's Jesus, but you know, one of one of one of the coolest guys. Um, you know, persecution, jail, jail beaten, stuff, all of it, right? You imagine it. He went through it because he also put other, whatever. Anyway, awesome, <laughs> right? And he he says, right, he said, thank God that I pray in the Spirit more than I need you. Yes. And I got to thinking <laughs> about that, and the first time I read that, I was like, why are you bragging, bro? Right? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't brag about praying in the Spirit? Right? This isn't a competition or anything. But then... I was like, man, he's not bragging. You know, he's being thankful. Yeah. Thankfully, I pray in the spirit more than all of you to give an example because yeah. he knows. Uh, he knew the fact that the Holy Spirit interceding for us yeah. on our behalf, um, praying the perfect will of the Father, mm-hmm. and seeing those circumstances change. So I love it. Even Paul praying continually. Right? Give thanks in all circumstances. So wait, I have to be thankful for the for the for the garbage times too? Wait a second, yeah. you know? But but there is good in every situation. Right? I, I just used this analogy with my boys the other night and with the youth. And I thought it was kinda cool was the fact that like and we've all heard it. And it's kinda cheesy. But there's two sides there's two sides to every coin. Yes. Right? There's two yep. sides to every coin, right? So if you take a, a quarter and you flip a quarter, does it matter if it lands on heads or tails on the value of that quarter? That's a good one. It good doesn't yes. it doesn't change the still value of that coin, yeah. right? It's still worth twenty five cents. So regardless of what your circumstance is that you're going through, no, it doesn't change 
the circumstance itself. Mm -hmm. You still have to walk through it. Sure. But what side of that coin are you looking at? Yeah. Are you looking at the King of Kings and believing the report of the Lord and you're believing what the Word says and you're believing what the Scripture says because you're in it so you know it? Or are you focused on the circumstance? Are you focused on the fact that the coin might be a little bit dirty? You know, but it's that. still 25 cents, yeah. right? So, so it's awesome. You know, it's awesome. It is. It's it's about perspective. It's about praying continually. It's about mm -hmm. giving thanks in every circumstance. Um, for this is God's will for our life. What? It's God's will for us to be thankful. We're created to be thankful. We're created to worship. We're created to have communion with Christ. Yeah. And I love it. We have that opportunity to be able to do that. So important to feed our souls and spirits yeah. uh, and to to do all of that. And I want to talk about some things. Uh, you know, we gave you all of the <clears throat> all of the stats and all of the things that are happening. You know, to start this off. But I also wanted to make sure that we hit everything, giving you lots of scriptures. But how do we combat this, practically mm -hmm. speaking? You know, as adults and as kids. Again, we don't want to forget the students because students are dealing with a lot of things as well. Um, even, so, even, even my kids. Right. Like even my kids, right? Mm -hmm. And I, you yeah. know, they're turning eight and eleven, but even my kids. Yeah. Like the weight that they feel sometimes, yeah. even after just going out and playing outside, um, and they come back in, and every once in a while they're so heartbroken they just come in and they're sobbing, right? And so it's a great time to go back to scripture. But yeah, we can't forget about the kids because even even at a young age they feel it. Absolutely, like. For instance, I have two girls in high school, and um, they were excited that they weren't going to the game, but their friends were going to get their senior night at their football game, and they were excited, and they were having a bonfire after. Well, wouldn't you know it, the, the game got canceled. Um, one of the players tested positive for COVID. All the players are now in quarantine. So not only that game, but the, this coming Friday's game canceled. So you can imagine they're seniors. So again, this big deal, and it may not seem like a big deal to us adults, but when you're a teenager and you're in that moment, it's a big deal. And it's, it's just deal. also the ups and downs. Well, one minute it's, it's, it's on and the next minute it's off, mm -hmm. and you just don't, you know, you don't know. And then, of course, your friend is not feeling well, and you know, all of those realities that, that hit you. And these are kids and teenagers dealing with it. We, heaven forbid you're the student who gets sick and has to have the whole football team quarantine the poor guy so it is just again all of these pressures real mm -hmm. or imagined are still pressures yeah. and they're all feeling it in different ways you know i get i talk to a lot of parents and the you know kids are going through and they it's funny how they all express it differently but they're going they have a little bit of anxiety they're just kind of freaking out sometimes and they're like in the world listen this is a this is a new day so we wanted to make sure that we also include the kids. So we'd love yeah. to hear from you about maybe some ideas that are working for kids, your kids, some ideas, maybe you have the questions, maybe you want ideas. We would love to hear from you and to kind of get your feedback. But how do we do this? So how do we walk through this? We've told you, you know, we've gone through spirit, soul, body, we've given you some scriptures. But first thing is that we got to let go of guilt let go of those burdens like we talked yeah. about a bit no. but let go of guilt guilt can weigh us down like no other oh my goodness guilt burden. is horrible mm -hmm. guilt is horrible it is a weight absolutely it is a weight. but i go back here you read it you read it earlier <laughs> right there's so many scriptures that go that's my new favorite right 
But speaking of guilt, right? And that so that poor football player. Right. Right. And yeah. so. And poor guy's so careful too. You know, he's he's this kid who goes to school, he goes to goes to work, and he goes home, and he's poor guy got sick. So again, but it is it's that mm-hmm. sense of oh my word, it's yep. me. I you know I did it. I'm the one responsible for the whole football team having it. Of course he's not. He only did what he was supposed to do. So, but guilt is a big deal. And that's that's, a, that's one example of a student. But you know, anything that we're dealing with right now, it's guilt is something that tends to, you know. And I'm reminded of a scripture too, um, where again Paul says, "Throw off the weight so you can run the race mm. with excellence." Come I'm on. paraphrasing, but you got to throw that off. Yep. You know. You know where to go to get forgiveness. You know where to go to give that burden away. Um, go there. Go to Jesus. Give it away. You don't need it anymore. Give it to yep. Jesus. Ask yep. for forgiveness. So Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Yep. So we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about the condemnation. We don't have to worry about what other people think. You know, sometimes really, it's just, Little, it's as simple as that. You just say, you know what? I only, I work for Jesus. I work for Jesus. <laughs> I gotta do what Jesus calls me to do, and I gotta walk that, run that race, and that's my job. So we throw off the weight. We realize that we're not condemned. That we go to our, go to our Jesus, give Him our burdens, mm-hmm. and we walk in the Spirit, like Brandon said, like Paul said. That Holy Spirit. I don't know how people do it. I. I know I've said this many times, even my girls have said this many times, I don't know how people do this that don't know Jesus. I don't understand. How do they even do it? Um, you know, they've had conversations with people and they've just said, you know, I know I've, maybe I've never said this, but I'm going to say it now. Y'all just need Jesus. Like, <laughs> Y'all me. need Jesus. We all so, do. <laughs> we have to, listen, walk in the Spirit, literally. Mm-hmm. Pray in the Spirit. In the spirit. Yep. It, yep. I don't know how else you can get through daily without doing that. I just, I, I don't know. Do it. Talk to Jesus. Pray in the Spirit. And be bold. And, and know that, you know, be strong and courageous. Yeah. Right? Over and over and over in the Bible says, do not fear and be strong and courageous. Um, there are reasons for that. Right? Mm-hmm. We are not promised a rose garden here. No, I mean, and that's so, <laughs> so, so be strong and courageous, right? Don't fear. Don't be afraid, right? I, I, I believe if the statistics or the, the is true mm-hmm. it says some form of that 365 times in the Bible so I don't think that's a coincidence that we have 365 days in a year and it mentions <laughs> do not be afraid um, or some form of that 365 times in scripture but you know it's very interesting that um, and it could just be me it could be um, but I am much harder on myself than anyone else around me oh, like a hundred percent right and so i do i have this tendency to i'm getting better because i'm immersing myself in scripture i'm immersing myself in the word and i'm studying and i'm in worship right um but i have this tendency to carry around that guilt if i mess something up or even if i think i messed something up but i didn't actually mess it up like we're harder on ourselves than than people tend to be around us you know, especially if you are connected in a community in the body of Christ, um, because we're called to show grace, 
right? And we're called to run the race with you, and we're called to link arms with you and walk through it with you, right? There's therefore now no condemnation um, to them which are in Christ Jesus. If Christ ain't putting condemnation on us, why why are we doing it on ourselves, right? His yoke is easy. His burden's light. Let it go. Throw it off. Run. 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 Go. I have another verse I wanted to share with you uh, from John 16. It's verse 33. And I I think it's appropriate. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Mm -hmm. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So we can have peace knowing that, listen, he's got it. He's overcome the world. We're good. We go to him. We we give him our burdens and we give him peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so another okay. good point is talk to someone. This is yeah. a great point. Um, talk to someone. Be connected. I know we talked about church already. So <clears throat> church. Church. But in the building. Cool. Church. <laughs> I say this a lot as well. I know. But. It's important that you're running the race, that you have a good mm-hmm. team of people around you, all of those things. So who who is on your team? Who can you talk to? Yeah. Of course, pastors, we're here for you. We want to pray for you. We want to hear from you. Give us a, if you're struggling, if you're just needing someone to talk to, give us a call, shoot us a message. Yep. That's our job. That's what we want to do. We want to help, we want to come alongside you, hold your hand, encourage you, and run, you know, run the race together. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are important things is to take that step and talk to someone. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I was actually, um, I called someone earlier today and to see how she was doing and she, she absolutely blessed me. I thought, well, I'm going to call her and say how she's doing, you know, she's got home from the hospital. No, I'm sure, I guess probably I did, but she blessed me and I thought, Talk to someone, be connected, reach out to us if you're struggling, reach out to someone if you're struggling, but also reach out to people and be Jesus to people and watch how that blesses you. I was not expecting it. And she was just so positive and upbeat and said how she, you know, well, the last time I was sick, I met this person and I know there's a silver lining and God's got something. And I'm like, I love you. Come on. She was just precious. And I thought, it's attitude. So much of what we what we face and how we face it is determined by our attitude and how we're looking at it. And let me tell you, she had just gotten out of the hospital and she was she was uh, uplifting my spirits. So it, it was a huge thing to just reach out to people and be blessed. Be blessed by just reaching out as well. Mm-hmm. We have scripture to go with this. So. John, you want to read it? No, yeah, John. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so John, uh, John sixteen thirteen, and I wanted to also go back. Let me let me just kind of go back a little bit um, about being in here, yes, right, and being connected. It. So, yep. um, so David, right? I, I'm a big song. I'm a big fan of songs. I'm a big fan of songs. We like the we, Bible. We, we like the Bible. That's my favorite. It's all our favorite. My favorite. <laughs> um, so. Uh, they said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Yeah. And I love that because yeah. because going into the house, I look forward to being here. 
I look forward to waking up in the morning. I look forward to Sundays. I look forward to Wednesdays. I look forward to, you know, anytime these doors are open. Yes. I love it because there's something about, you know, we're all, we're all one body, right? Yep. And, you know, we're all one body, different members, different parts. We all serve a role. You know, when somebody is missing, okay, can I, can I just, I just felt that hit me. Um, Somebody, somebody out there has been thinking, I'm not important. They don't need me back. They would, they don't miss me anyway. That is a lie. That is a lie, that is a lie, that is a lie. We are all one body. We have many members, we have many parts, but we are all one body. Each person serves a different purpose and a different role in the body of Christ. And just because of the fact that you're not out on the front and just because you're not out in front of everything and just because you're not a lead personality or a lead person or somebody out there, Um, that is in front of the entire congregation, that doesn't mean that you are not valuable. You are valuable. Come back. Come into the building. The doors are open, and we want to see you. You are valuable. The body misses you. Come back. Come back. So I just thought that was very, whoa, that was very, um, (laughs) so come back. Um, But... Come, come into the house of the Lord. Uh, being connected into the house, and I love this. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, "As iron sharpens iron, yeah. uh, so one person sharpens another." Yeah. Right. So we're we're called to sharpen one another. Yeah. We're called to sit here. You know, I can't tell you how many times where I've been like, mm, and Pastor Angie's <laughs> been like, "Whooshie!" Right. I don't think I do that, but. Okay. Figuratively, with the oh, Bible right. in the yes. right with the with the sword, and she'll come through, and she'll be like, "No, Scripture says this. Get out of the gutter. Come on, you're made for more than this. Let's go." Um, maybe not quite that animated, but you know, um, close probably at that point in time, because I need that, and she knows I need that, right? Um, so there's something so important about sharpening one another, being around one another. Um, John 16:13 says, "When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into the full truth, not the partial truth. No, full the whole, truth. Whole truth. Whole truth. He won't speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. So the whole, the whole truth." Talk to somebody, yeah, right? Absolutely. And we're called to walk in the spirit. And so, you know, there's something to be said for, um, there's a lot to be said for getting biblical yes. wisdom yes. from those who are in leadership, mm-hmm. from, you know, from our pastors. Absolutely. And our pastors go to their pastors and they get leadership. You know, it never stops. <laughs> Um, It never stops, but we're called to walk in the Spirit, right? And so if we're walking in the Spirit, and we're speaking in the Spirit, and we're praying in the Spirit, and we're edifying in the Spirit, um, it says, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into the full truth. The full truth. So there's something, it's it's huge. Talk to somebody. Reach out. Talk to somebody. Absolutely. I love this one. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. So then... Encourage one another and build each other up 
as you are doing. Encourage one another and build each other yeah. up. That's huge. Again, who's on your team? Make sure you're not around. Come on. You know, you're not your closest friends are not those who are negative and maybe pulling you down. Mm-hmm. You need, especially if you're struggling, to have people around you who are going to encourage you in the word. Encouraging yeah. the things of God. Yeah. Um, those are the things you want. Not just people of the world. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that. But yes, you, you need to reach out to people all over. But our closest group of friends, those who we go to when we're struggling, we know who those people are. Um, when you go to those people, you want them to be like-minded, like faith. Those who will pray for you, encourage you, build you up. Yeah. Not someone who's, who's going to pull you down and take you back into things of the world. Come on. That's the opposite of what we need. Come on. We need to have, you need to be brave enough to have friends around you who will tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. You can always have people around you who will tell you what you want to hear. Yes. But to have, be brave. I need you to be brave and have friends around you who will tell you the truth that's a real friend that's someone who's going to say you know what you are not okay girl let's talk you know you're not doing i can tell you're not doing well are you all right what do we need to do you know and even if i can't tell you how many times i thought i was fine and someone will say no you are not okay what is wrong (laughs) yeah what is wrong with you let's talk you know you need those friends to be honest with you and give you the things of the Lord, yeah. not of the world. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, "The way of a fool." Ah, this kind of goes with what I was just saying. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. You might think things are cool, but they're not always. You're not always okay. You are not always going the way you should be, and you need to listen to the wisdom of those around you. Again, godly wisdom of those around you, those who have the life faith who will pray for you, build you up, edify you, and be honest with you. Yeah. Huge and very important. Um, draw, I love this, Brandon wrote this out, or I love this. Draw close to God and be real. So Psalm, be real. Be real, and that's hard to do sometimes, and what's funny is we think we can <clears throat> fake God out, right? <laughs> Our masks don't work with God. Right, we think, we think, like we've got this and god's like no mm-hmm. you don't Come i on. already know you don't have this be real with god mm-hmm. be real with everyone but but with god especially psalm 342 the lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit there's there's nothing that we can go through that he hasn't gone through you know he's yeah. been betrayed he's Come been on. beaten he died for our sins knowing we were still going to keep sinning you know he created us you you just can't listen he's already been through it so we need to understand that he's gonna he's gonna take care of us because he knows what it feels like um psalm 147.3 he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds i love this it's such a great word picture for me because i can be very visual i love it too. and so i think yeah. about him just kind of taking us on his lap you know, take like you do your kiddos when they fall and get hurt and you have to put mm-hmm. a band-aid on. Um, just kind of scoops oh, us up, picture. puts mm-hmm. us on his lap, and just puts on whatever we need. Maybe it's a band-aid or one of those AIDS bandages. Um, I have literally a drawer full of AIDS bandages because my girls trip going up the stairs. So <laughs> um, but he, he, yes, so he knows, but he also knows what we need. 
And he has an endless supply of it. And yes, come on. And we can just go to him and be real and say, Lord, I am not okay. I don't even know where to start. I don't know why I feel this way. I don't understand, but I know I just need you. Yeah. And he he knows that, and then he takes it a step further, and he bandages up our wounds, and he kisses our bruises, yeah. and he, he just holds us. Yeah. You know, under his wings, we find that security, and in him we find um, he's a strong tower. He's a fortress. I was going over this a couple of weeks ago with some kiddos. Um, how he's a fortress, and I asked them to draw a fortress, draw yeah. a picture of a fortress. And make a fortress. My kids make a fortress. Yeah. So that's why, because I want them to understand that is, that's God. He is yeah. our strong tower. He is our fortress, and we can go to Him, and He'll love on us. Yeah. He's. We don't have to worry about. Uh, so many times too, I think. Um, we're worried about him judging us or like Brandon said like he doesn't already know he already yeah. knows what we've done or what we've been through he just wants to, he he just wants to love on us yeah, God's not some scary mm -hmm. God's not some scary God who's sitting up in the sky who isn't accessible um, who who is sitting up there, um, like you said, I think a week ago, or like I said a week ago on Wednesday Night Live, sitting up there in his judgy pants, you know. <laughs> he's not um, he's not being Mr. Judgy Pants about it, you know, but he's sitting up there as a loving father, yeah. as a loving God, as somebody who we, we can't even comprehend the amount of love um, that he has for us. We, we can't comprehend it. It's, it's impossible. That'd be and, something great to meditate on. Think about yeah. his unfailing. Yeah, you want to get happified? <laughs> think about the unfailing, never-ending, never overflowing, <laughs> Come on, love of the Father. Oh my goodness, we're about to get happified yeah. here. Um, we got to be careful. We don't have no one to catch us back here except the. Um, yeah, you want to think about something that'll that'll get you that'll get you out of. Yeah the ditch and out of the gutter and out of a place of sorrow think about the 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 never-ending unconditional overflowing uh too vast to imagine love of the father that he has towards you and the fact that he calls you a child and the fact that because of the fact that we're children of god yes. we're heirs of god yes. right and so we're entitled to uh, the, the, the richness and yep. the joy and the overflowing supernatural connection yep. of heaven um, because of his sacrifice that he made and the veil was torn from the top to the bottom and we have the access to be able to get into the presence of God. <laughs> there you go. Woo! Okay. So, oh, getting happified. Yes. So, um, wow, 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 wow. Yes, yeah, so be real with God. Right, getting back to that. So drawing close to God, being real with God. Um, you might be able to fake out your friends. And you might be able to fake out your family. And you might be able to fake out even your close circle. But the one person that you will never be able to fake out, the one person you will never be able to hide from, you know, again, going back to Psalms, where can I go and flee from your presence? No. If I go to the top of a mountain or if I make my bed in hell, Yep. and choose to stay there your presence is there there's yep. no way that you can get away from it so the one person that you will not be able to fake out is your creator right a, a pot a piece of pottery 
is never going to be able to convince the potter that it's something different. Like that. Ever. Like it. Yes. Very good. Even broken. Yes. And we are all broken. We all have chips taken out of us, and that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. He's the one who can fix those chips. And sometimes, you know, I think um, sometimes, well, all the time, if we allow it, those chips and those cracks can bless other people. They can be more like, um, oh, what's the word? Kind of like war wounds, but things that show people, you know what? They've been there, Mm -hmm. and they can help me. And God will use those things to glorify them. Oh, like that Chinese <laughs> form of art, right? The uh, a pastor talked about it. I forget what the name of it is, but when a when a when a when a um, when a glass object or a pot or something breaks, they melt gold and they fill in and they they oh, seal it, that, yes. right, with gold. And so, even broken, it actually becomes more valuable than it was originally. So true. Whoa. Meditate on that. Woo! Yes. Ugh. Testimony. Preach. Where? What is your testimony? Yeah, because that is what we need to tell people. That is what blesses people as well. And God can fix it. He's the only one who can fix yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Anyone else can stick a band-aid on it, but God's going to heal that underneath there. Yeah, um, that's good. Psalm 91, I, we've been kind of hitting this here and there, but who... Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. Whoever dwells in the... And picture this. Dwells, this is what I love. lives in, abides, come on. I'm telling you, this is what I love. I love to read out scripture. So if you sit outside for 10 minutes and sit, just this one verse and mm-hmm. picture this. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to rest in the shadow of of the almighty god you know the one who created <laughs> us the one who created the heavens and the earth yeah. we have the privilege of resting yeah. in him Ugh. Yes. i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust i picture him as a literal fortress you know you picture those fortresses with those really cool turrets around you know those mm-hmm. things and th- that is that's who he is in our lives all we have to do is walk right inside of there and he's got us sometimes we have to walk in it though we can't yep. just sit there and, and wait come on um we have to walk inside that fortress but he, he is our fortress yeah um cling to the word of god we, we have said this in various forms throughout this hour but and we've just been talking about it. You can find so much in just one scripture. Yep. And it, what you really need to do is, is not look at it as, at surface level. So many times we read a scripture and it's just surfacey. You know, we, how many times have we read, um, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted? But if you think about that and yep. put it into practice, meditate on it, yep. chew on it, and how, how is the Lord? How does he? How is he near to the brokenhearted? Come on. And how does he save us who are crushed in spirit? Think that through, and 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 realize it's revelation. It's it's revelation from scripture, and that he can take one scripture and it's one way to bring, and it's another way to me, and it's another way to you know somebody else. He uses that to speak to his kids. Yeah. 
Um, you know, if you, yeah, if you have scripture is alive, that is for sure. If you have more than one kiddo, you know they're all different, right? I have two who look just alike. They are still completely different from each other. And if you understand that a little bit, imagine our Heavenly Father and how He applies that to us. Because not one of us is like the other. And He created all of us. Mm -hmm. We're all His kids. Mm -hmm. And He knows how to speak to each of us in a way that will heal us, that will draw us to him, that will, um, that we can take shelter in him. It's all different and it never, ever ends. He never runs out of time. Oh. He's never not available. Come on. He's always there. So take refuge in him, yeah. take refuge in his word. Second um, Timothy chapter three, verses 16 and 17. Mm. All scripture oh. is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for mm. every good work. Come on. We, right now, more than any other time, I know we say this a lot too, but it is what it is. We need to be equipped for his work. Yeah. And there is no better way to be equipped than through his word through his Holy Spirit, yep. through the power that comes with both of those things. Um, Psalm 119.11, perfect example. Look at us, we are so on target. <laughs> I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. You know, when I was, I was on, um, I was on, I had to go on brain rest, which is really weird to say because you do literally have to rest your brain. And I was so thankful that I was able to because I couldn't read. I couldn't read the Bible. Um, I couldn't read anything because everything kind of swam before my eyes. The words would go weird. And so I had to pull on scripture that was hidden in my heart. Come on. So I was so thankful that I could pull the scripture that I had memorized, yeah. that I had chewed on, that I had meditated on. Yeah. And I could pull that out and bring it back to my remembrance because mm -hmm. I needed it and it, it was there. Um, so though scripture is powerful, as we've been saying. Another huge attribute of the Holy Spirit, right? Because Christ said, Absolutely. I'm going to send yep. you someone. I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you someone to bring back to your remembrance all the things that I have said. All the things that I've taught you, I'm going to bring it back to your remembrance. And yes. So, yeah, and uh, I love this because it says thoroughly equipped for every good work. Not just a little bit. Not just a little. Not halfway equipped. Thoroughly. Yeah. God will never halfway equip you. Yeah. God will never halfway call you. God will never halfway speak a truth. Yeah. Um, and I and I love also, of course, I love this scripture. I love it. <laughs> Psalm 119.11. Hidden your word in my heart. The importance of memorizing scripture. The importance of yeah. reading scripture. Yeah. The importance of clinging to the word and immersing yourself. Not just dabbling in it, but immersing and burying yourself in the Word of God is so important because when, when everything else fades, right? It says the world will pass away. The things of the earth will pass away. Yeah. Wisdom will pass away. The, everything that we know will pass away, but my Word will never pass away. Yeah. So when everything else is gone, what do you have to turn to? Jesus. Jesus. His Word. His Word. It's always there. Yep. It's awesome. Well, guys, I hope I had fun. I had a blast uh, with y'all hanging out with Brandon. It was fun. It was great fun. Um, I hope we helped. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you um, thought of some ways for 
biblical self-care, to dig into his word, you know, uh, meditate, get outside, be with Jesus, spend some time, exercise, watch, watch who you're putting around yourself. All of those things are so important. Come to church. Mm-hmm. We miss you. Yes. You're valuable. Yes. There, there are no unimportant roles. There yes. are no unimportant people. Come we on. miss you. Yes. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so 